Hello and welcome into week six of the Banged Up Podcast. Lee here with the IDP show. There are plenty of injury designations to sift through this week, so let's not waste any time and jump right into the IR updates. Starting on offense, we'll take a look at Anthony Richardson for the Colts, aka Cam Newton Jr. Really, he's expected to miss what I think is anywhere from six to 12 weeks. Reports have indicated that this is a grade three AC joint sprain, which is otherwise known as a complete tear or separation. What I will point out right now is that the Colts have yet to actually confirm that it is a grade three. This is all just speculation. Your AC joint or your acromioclavicular joint is right where your shoulder blade meets your collarbone. There are actually three different main sets of ligaments there and it's unclear where exactly Anthony Richardson was injured. If it's a true grade three and they opt to not have surgery, the worst case scenario is he's out 12 weeks and the best case is right around six. If they do opt for surgery based on a study done by Versift et al, average return to sport after surgical treatment was right around three months. James Conner running back for the Arizona Cardinals. There's no real info on what Connor is dealing with or what the injury to his knee was, so he's going to be out at least four weeks. Khalil Herbert, Chicago Bears running back, dealing with the ankle issue. They placed him on IR on Friday. It's likely a high ankle sprain if they did toss him on IR. The average return time for a high ankle sprain is right around six weeks. Devon Achan, running back for the Dolphins. Just like Connor, the specifics of his knee injury weren't released. With the Dolphins' bye being a week 10 bye, I expect HM back by week 11 at the earliest. And lastly on offense, Justin Jefferson, Vikings wide receiver, dealing with a hamstring injury. Jettas is in an interesting situation. He's out at least four weeks, which is a good enough time for the hamstring injury to heal. However, I, does he want to come back? I mean, the Vikings, if they don't start winning, have no, he's got no competition to come back to. Potentially no quarterback if Cousins gets traded and no long-term deal. So what what's the point in coming back and risking injury further? So that's going to be a fun situation to monitor for all you Justin Jefferson managers out there. Over on defense, just a couple of linebackers we got to talk about for IR. Matt Milano for the Bills. He's suffered a broken leg. He's done for the season. The MRI results are needed to see if there was any ligament damage, which could give us his potential start time for 2024. And lastly, Leighton Vander Esch, LVE, dealing with that dreaded neck issue that's been plaguing him his whole career. With him dealing with this injury before and how long he's been dealing with this, it's really tough to know how long he's going to be out for, but we know it's a minimum of four weeks since they did put him on IR. Players rolled out this week on offense to Sean Watson, quarterback for the Browns. It's all a pain management thing for Watson at this point, who's dealing with a rotator cuff contusion. A contusion is just a fancy word for a bruise. Unfortunately, this isn't an injury that you can massage out. It hurts, but he may miss a week or two longer. Daniel Jones, quarterback for the New York Giants, dealing with the neck issue. I don't think you were starting Daniel Jones anyways, but it sounds like it's a stinger problem. He didn't practice all week, and there's cause for concern to miss next week as well. Carolina Panthers running back Miles Sanders, dealing with a shoulder issue, hasn't practiced all week. We've seen this all throughout Sanders' career where he just can't stay healthy. I mean, he's already dealt with a groin and a pec issue before this. Like I said, didn't practice all week, so there's cause for concern to miss next week as well. Detroit Lions, Jameer Gibbs, dealing with a hamstring issue. He missed last week, didn't practice at all this week, which means he's got potential to miss more weeks. This is a blessing in disguise for those with Gibbs, just like me, because it doesn't give you the option to force him into your lineup, hoping that he finally blows up. Pat's wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, dealing with concussion, didn't pass protocol. He'll try again next week. Titans, wide receiver, Traylon Burks, dealing with a knee issue. This is going to be his third 
missed week in a row. He didn't get a single rep in this week, so it's not looking good for next week either. Jags wide receiver Zay Jones dealing with a knee issue. He won't play against the Colts on Sunday. And lastly, tight end Jawan Johnson for the Saints dealing with a calf strain. Think like a Joey B situation. There's a potential to miss multiple weeks there. On defense, Ravens edge rusher Adafi Owe dealing with the ankle issue that's caused him to miss five games in a row. He hasn't practiced all week, so there's a potential for six. Aziz Ojolari, edge rusher for the Giants, will miss his fourth game of the year with that ankle injury. He also hasn't practiced all week, so there's a potential for a fifth missed game. Panthers safety Von Bell dealing with a quad issue that he picked up during practice this week. He's subsequently been ruled out because of that. It's not a good sign, although no severity has been reported. There's potential for multiple weeks. Brian Branch, Lions safety, as we predicted, will continue to miss time as he looks to work his way back from that ankle issue he suffered a couple weeks ago. And lastly, out on defense, Nate Hobbs, Raiders cornerback dealing with the ankle issue. He hasn't practiced all week and there's potential for more missed time as well. The only doubtful for this week is Dolphins running back Jeff Wilson Jr. who they hoped to have back after rookie sensation Achan went down. He hasn't practiced all week and like you said listed as doubtful. Less than a 5% chance to play which means there could be a sneaky Salvon Ahmed play this week. Questionable on offense Saquon Barkley running back for the Giants dealing with that ankle issue still. Very likely a true game time decision. This is an interesting scenario because the Giants play Sunday night they'll be without Daniel Jones and they have the most or worst O-line injuries currently in the league my thought here is to not risk it he's coming off of injury where he's clearly not 100% going into it I want to see what he can do should he decide he's going to play with that atrocious O-line they have Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Brown dealing with an illness he didn't practice on Wednesday but has been limited since I think this means he has a good shot to play he has had some time to try and get over it I would keep an eye on reports as there's not a timeline to go off of for illnesses wide receiver for the Bengals T Higgins logged in a full practice on Friday while dealing with a rib issue. He's set to play. Tank Dell, wide receiver for the Texans, trying to get out of concussion protocol. An interesting stat that I saw and I haven't had time to look into and confirm, shout out Joshi for sending me this, was that this year, no player has been active the week after sustaining a concussion. Regardless of whether that's 100% correct or not, the point is that the chances for his return after last week are very low. Tank still has a chance to pass the concussion protocol and play. However, he hasn't started off on the right foot by missing the first two practices this week. I'm going to fade Tank Dell in the anticipation that he does not play week six. Bills tight end Dalton Kincaid, again, dealing with a concussion. Same situation as Tank Dell. However, he hasn't missed practice. He's been limited all week. He's got a chance to pass the protocol and play, but as always, keep an eye out on reports before the game. The other Bills tight end Dawson Knox dealing with a wrist issue. He's been limited all week. He does have a good shot to play. I think Dawson Knox is set up to have a solid fantasy day, and I don't see the wrist being a huge factor. Browns tight end David Njoku dealing with some severe burns. I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure I want to know what happened. All I know is two things. Number one, Najoku is a dog for playing through that last week. And number two, the man's pregame fits go absolutely insane. He missed practice on Wednesday and Thursday before returning limited on Friday. If he played last week, theoretically, he should try and give it a go this week. Although I do worry snap count and no massage Watson could affect his productivity. Lions tight end Sam Laporta dealing with a calf injury he picked up last week. Seemed to have re-aggravated it this week during practices. He missed Thursday, returned limited on Friday. However, he should be good to go. I don't see much of a dip in production. I think he'll be the same normal Sam Laporta we're used to. Lastly on offense, Darren Waller tied in for the Giants. He missed Wednesday with a groin injury, but returned limited Thursday and Friday. Reports are suggesting that Darren Waller should play. Maybe think the missed or limited sessions could be due to everyone on that team being 
beat up. I think he'll be active, but expect a mild hit in production due to injury and expect a big hit in production due to being a New York Giant. Over on defense, we'll take a look at the questionables. One thing that I do want to mention is that Jalen Carter, defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles, was actually ruled out and will not play week six against the Jets with an ankle injury as he hasn't practiced all week. Now for the true questionables, Derek Brown, questionable for Sunday's game with the knee issue for the Carolina Panthers. He was limited on Wednesday, didn't practice Thursday, and then limited again on Friday. It's obvious not 100%. I'm going to fade Derek Brown this week. Panthers star edge rusher Brian Burns dealing with the ankle injury, notched in a full practice on Friday. He should be good to go with the routine production. Chargers edge rusher Joey Bosa hasn't practiced yet this week with a toe issue. He's been making it a habit so far to miss a ton of time and then end up playing. They're coming off the week five bye. He's had extra time to rest. To make matters worse, he's the Monday night game. I mean, he's got a chance to log in a limited session on Saturday. Me personally, I don't want to take that chance. So I'm going to look for a replacement just for this week. My gut tells me that he'll play. And if he logs in a, a limited session, I think he can make that happen. But I don't, I just don't want to take that risk, especially with a toe being a new injury. My recommendation is going to be to look elsewhere. But I understand if you're a big Bosa guy, at least look for a limited session for him to close out the week to see if he has a chance to play. Dolphins edge rusher Jalen Phillips dealing with the oblique issue, limited all week this week. He hasn't played since early September. And if he's active, he'll likely be on a snap count. I'm going to hold off until he shows me that he's fully back. Josh Uche, Pat's edge rusher, dealing with a knee issue, likely a game time decision. The Patriots are usually pretty conservative in handout designations for anything. My thought is that he'll play. As for severity and production, it's unclear based on no information about the injury itself. Shaq Barrett, Tampa Bay edge rusher dealing with the illness late into the week. Of course, it's hard to predict, so just pay attention to the reports on Sunday. Cowboys linebacker Damone Clark dealing with a shoulder issue. He's been limited all week leading up to Monday night. He's yet to miss a game despite all of the designations and actually being somewhat productive in October dealing with the injury, logging in 15 tackles the last two games. I think we can expect him to follow that same trend and stat line for Monday night football. Texans linebacker Christian Harris dealing with the concussion. He got in a full session on Friday as he looks to pass the protocol and play this week. Jack linebacker Devin Lloyd. He's been limited all week with a thumb injury. Looking to come back from a two-game absence. However, he is a game-time decision for a potential third missed game in a row. I'm not going to risk putting a guy out there who's missed the last two games in a row. You've likely got a replacement, and I would continue with that replacement until he's fully ready to go. Rams linebacker Ernest Jones dealing with a knee issue. He didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday, but did log in a limited session on Friday. Coach McVay has said he's expecting Jones to play, and I haven't known Coach McVay to ever be a liar. I don't see the knee issue slowing Ernest Jones down a lot as he looks to take on the one and four Cardinals without James Conner this week. Giants linebacker Micah McFadden missed practice Wednesday with an ankle injury but returned limited Thursday and Friday. He's only had one missed game this year despite all the injury designations that he's been given. The productivity has been low and I expect that same trend to continue. 49ers linebacker Dre Greenlaw missed two practices this week dealing with the hamstring injury albeit one of them was due to non-injury. He was back to a limited session on Friday to finish out the week. He was questionable going into last week and logged in five tackles with a sack. I expect him to give it a go this week, although do expect a slight drop in productivity as it's clear he's not 100%. Patriots safety Kyle Duggar dealing with the foot issue he seemed to pick up during practice this week. He didn't miss any time as he finished out the week limited. He should assume his regular role this week. And lastly, Sauce Gardner for the Jets hit with the illness bug very late into the week going down on Friday. Same game plan as Shaq Barrett. Pay attention to the report Sunday morning to see if he's been cleared. Lastly, the good to go sections. Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Austin Eckler both carry no designation on the offensive side of the ball. And over on the defensive side of the ball for the good to go, Kyler Gordon, cornerback for the Bears, is set to play this week after dealing with the hand issue. He doesn't carry any injury designation. And lastly, Nicobe Dean is set to make his season debut this Sunday after dealing with the foot issue. 
he's been given the full go designation. That's it for week six. Thank you so much for listening in. If you're a potter and you're interested in watching the Banged Up podcast on YouTube, you can find it on the IDP Shows channel. If you are a YouTuber and like the idea of a podcast being available to you, go ahead and check out the IDP Shows Substack and give that a subscribe. There's tons of great IDP advice coming from those guys as well as the other shows on the IDP After Show, so please go check out all they have to offer. They're also over on Twitter or on X if you prefer that at the IDP Show. I'm there as well at underscore Leezy Does It. Thanks again for hanging out with me, and I'll see you all back in here for week seven.